Corporate finance presentation, cash acquisition, and stock for stock acquisition. Get ready, it's time to take our chance with corporate finance. Cash acquisition and stock for stock acquisition. So we're thinking about two or more companies, typically two companies being the easiest thing to think about. One company in essence being the dominant company that is acquiring the other company within a merger type of process. This could be done with a cash acquisition, that meaning that the acquiring company is gonna be using cash within the acquisition process. In that instance, then, the acquisition decision is often similar to within the decision-making process to a capital budgeting type of decision where you might use net present value type of calculation. So in other words, when the purchase takes place, you'll typically have an initial outflow of cash. How that structure, how that will be structured can differ depending on how the basically merger will be structured. And again, if you want to get into more detail on the logistics of that, you could take a look at our advanced financial accounting course because that kind of crosses over to basically accounting kind of things versus the finance kind of things. But in essence, if you have an initial cash outflow from a finance perspective, you can then compare that to the inflows that you expect to be generating from the acquisition process in a similar way of the capital budgeting type of decision to see whether it be a good decision use your net present value type of calculations as we saw in the capital budgeting decisions to help with that process. In a stock for stock acquisition, stock of one company uh, is exchanged for the stock of another. So that means that the acquiring company is basically paying with stock for the company that is being acquired if it's an acquisition type of situation. This can be cheaper and more efficient because the acquiring company does not have to raise capital for the transaction. So in this situation, we're still thinking about a situation where it's an acquisition type of process within the merger process formatted as an acquisition, one company basically being a dominant company that is going to be consuming the other company. But instead of paying with cash, they pay with the value of their stock. So in other words, the company to be acquired, the shareholders there would be giving up their stocks to the acquiring company in exchange for the acquiring company giving them then instead of cash the value in their company with stocks and the acquiring company then might issue more stocks in order for that to take place. So in that instance, then the company that is acquired could be consumed in essence. And again, logistically, this might take different forms and whatnot. So you could take a look at the advanced financial accounting course, but in concept, of course, the company that's gonna be consumed is acquired giving their shares to the acquiring company and the acquiring company then giving those shareholders value in their company so that they have benefit by basically being values in the in the company that is now the dominant company or the one company or the merged company. Now, this has benefits, of course, in that the merger takes place. You don't have the cash that will be involved. You get to combine the net incomes together, but it could result in the acquiring company to issue, of course, more stocks possibly in order to pay for it, which could result in like that diluting of, of the earnings per share and whatnot in that in that kind of instance. So you got to be looking at then what's going to be the impact when you get together in terms of the earnings per share calculations and, and whatnot when you get into a stock for stock type of merger. So stock for stock, the acquiring company could increase their earnings per share. So if they merge together, that could increase the earnings per share depending on on, again, how much the combined income would be going up and then how many shares of stock the acquiring company basically had to issue in order for that to happen. So those two things are going in opposite directions, meaning 
if you combine together, clearly the earnings hopefully are going up. But you're also going to have more shares out there because the acquiring company issued more shares. So what then is going to be the bottom line impact on the earnings per share is what we're going to want to know. It could slow future growth rate if they buy a less aggressive company. So obviously, if you're in a, buying a company that is not in its growth format in the business cycle, but is in a more mature area in the business cycle, then it may slow the overall growth, which could be seen as a pro or a con given the fact that even though it slows growth, it could actually uh, reduce the level of risk that would be involved as well, which again, the stock market could see as, as favorable. So the acquiring company could dilute uh, immediate earnings per share by paying too much. So if the acquiring company issued too much stock, for example, then although you got the combined income coming together when you combine the two companies, because they issued a lot more shares out there, you could actually have a decrease in the earnings per share which typically would be bad but you could have a situation where it could increase the potential growth rate if they buy a rapidly growing company uh, in the future so in that instance possibly the market might see it favorably if they see that there's a lot of growth potential that could be taking place in the future so that means you're going to look at the earnings per share and then think about well what compare that to what you project out to be the earnings potential from the merger for the market then to react with regards to their stock price PE ratio, the stock price compared to to the earnings. So the stock for stock acquisition uh, is increase or reduce in risk uh, can impact the PE ratio. So in other words, risk is going to be an, an important component when you're thinking about these merging process. When you're looking at the PE ratio, you're, you're thinking about the price as compared to the earnings. So when you think about the earnings, you typically think about it as an earnings per share calculation. So you can quantize the earnings on a share by share basis as you basically look at a situation where might be more shares are going to be issued. So you'll need to do that. And then you can think about, well, what's going to be the impact from there to what the market's going to react to with regards to the price? So the market's going to react not only to, to the earnings per share, they're also going to be reacting to what they think is going to happen with regards to risk. So if you can reduce risk, then the, the price might go up as compared to the P.E. ratio due to that reduced risk, that being the other factor. So when overall risk is reduced, the P.E. ratio increases. So in other words, whatever, whatever your earnings per share is, the market might then say, OK, you know, the earnings per share might not have increased or could actually have decreased, but the market still could perceive it positively if the other factor risk is reduced and they might then assign a higher market price. So market value could increase. Uh, investors may assign higher value resulting in an increase in the P.E. ratio.